When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As of right now, we are at war. How desperate you call on such lost creatures for men. How desperate am I? You threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't hope to control. You talk about peace and you kill because it's fun. You have made me very desperate. You might not be glad that you did it. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. Welcome to Fury's Finest, a podcast and resource devoted to the discussion of Marvel Crisis Protocol. My name is Jesse Aiken and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and Marvel best friend, Chris Bruffett. Chris, how are you doing? Like, seriously, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I should ask you the same question. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm overwhelmed and Marvel Crisis Protocol has not stopped. That's the good news, right? And this show has not stopped. Our Patreon has taken off. So thank you for every single person who's a patron. Our Discord's taken off. If you join the Patreon, you get to join the patron-exclusive Discord that's taken off. Spread out all across the world there on, on that Discord. Pretty amazing, it's Chris. Cool, I, I love it. Thank you to all of you that are part of that, making this possible. But yeah, Chris, the game is out of control right now. As we mentioned last time... We haven't had very much time to play the game. We have been reading a lot. We've been writing a lot. We've been doing things for the show, prepping things, but there's a lot of reasons we haven't had time to play. Um, We mentioned some of those last time. A lot of life things are going on right now for us. Crazy life things. I would say more than even holiday time for most people. We're, We're busier than that level, so it puts you in the mindset. Also, too, we've been doing some hobbying. We're really trying to get the hobbying done so we can dig down and just get more games in because we're big believers we've talked about on the show of all the releases this week though i don't know about you can't just do the gray it. plastic chris you can't do it no <laughs> I won't do it. even those zenithal highlights really go a long way in my opinion yeah so chris you're in the throes of moving it's literally happening like days from now craziness you've been doubling down on work because of that it's been terrible i've been doubling down on work because of my situation i mentioned last time Family in and out of the hospital, that being my wife, who is pregnant, and all kinds of crazy things there, the baby arrived, which is the most amazing thing ever. Unfortunately, my wonderful wife and wonderful child are both stuck in the hospital, so I haven't been home, Chris. We're even recording this in the middle of visits and work and all this type of stuff as we speak, so crazy things for me. I haven't been home in weeks, so I appreciate you guys having patience with us during this time. And like I said, Chris, don't sweat too much because most shows post every two or three weeks and we have not been most shows. Of course, we post weekly, 
since the beginning. But, you know, I'll give us a little slack during Cut this Cut us time. just a little bit of slack while we work these things out. That's so right. We'll be back to the weekly cadence. I mean, we might just be able to keep the weekly cadence. We'll see. To really paint the picture for you guys, this isn't just busyness. Like We don't know what the next day is going to be for our work schedules, our family schedules, and our Chris with the moving. Every day is like a new question. So to get time to play and record, it's very precise and very kind of just random. There it is. Jump on it. Hour here. Do it and then get back to it. So also, we've both been tremendously sick and nursing (laughs) colds and things like that. So you can hear that in our voices and- that's something we've been dealing with as well. So just pity us. We want all of your pity. Just uh, forgive us because th- this one is being enjoyable as an episode to listen to. But hopefully we can get the content to you and it be pretty exciting. A lot of craziness in our lives and we really appreciate all the support during all this. Um, craziest time has ever been in my life. A lot of amazing things going on, but a lot of scary things too. So the podcast, nothing changing with that. And nothing changing with this wonderful game is continuing to grow. So that also leads to the game, Chris. As we speak, Chris, the new wave is about to come out. That is the Asgardian. That's exciting, man. That is that beautiful, beautiful trash dump truck, Oscorp chemical truck, whatever route you choose to go with the hobby. And then, of course, of course, we cannot forget Vision and Winter Soldier. Exciting, man. That is six new models in the game and a, a seventh if you want to include the terrain piece. That's ridiculous. They are just not giving us any time to catch up. No, they're like... Have you really played many Oconnon lists? doesn't really matter. We're moving on to Asgardians. <laughs> We've Catch up if you want to. Slow down, guys. I, I still was trying to get into the Wakandan affiliation because, you know, it's mainly just been Avengers and Cabal for us. And I think the Wakandans we're going to be talking about over the next couple episodes slot very well into Avengers and, and Cabal both. It's just like, no, Asgardian affiliation coming out. We have Thor, Valkyrie, Hela, Loki, Winter Soldier, and oh, the Vision. So exciting. So exciting. Big money characters. These are some big names in the Marvel Universe. You're, right, you're so right. These are characters I'm excited to get on the tabletop whenever that will be. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of, any folks in North Carolina want to play, I've, I've had a couple reach out and hopefully I'll be able to set some things up, make some new gaming buddies and throw some dice. That would be amazing. So definitely reach out to Chris if you've not done so already through any of our social media or on Chris's social media. We got to get that going, Chris. We got to get you set up down there. And also on top of all this hobbying and all this type of stuff we're building here locally i'm trying to get a tournament set up here with a few other people at our local store we've played legion at the past and things like that it's something we really want to do we also want to run demo day so there's a lot of things in progress but you know the board and all the hobbying has to be done first in my opinion chris because you gotta have that stuff set up that's right draw people over they say what is this and tell them all about this wonderful game but today we're talking about a wonderful character, not only in Marvel, but in this game, Chris, Black Panther. T'Challa himself. So I think we probably should just get into Black Panther because we've got a lot to say today about him, especially in his strategy segment. Stay tuned because he is a pretty robust character. Our patrons support Fury's Finest at patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. If you enjoy the show, Consider supporting with a monthly contribution. We would like to take this time to thank every single patron for their support. We would like to send a very special thank you out today to Kyle H. Thank you so much for your patronage, and we very much appreciate you, Kyle. 
absolutely. We mentioned last episode, we're doing the new giveaway with Schooner Labs. We will continue to not only mention the giveaway, but also mention them. You need to check out the Schooner Labs store. It is linked in these episodes. Great, great dials and components for this wonderful game. And we're going to be giving away a set of dials and point trackers to the person who wins the giveaway. And the only requirement for that giveaway, as we mentioned last episode, is to become a patron before March 1st. And of course, that means once again, as always, if you're already a patron, you're already in the giveaway. So it's just a little way we want to give back to you guys. We still don't have enough money on the Patreon to fully sustain like big giveaways all the time, but we really enjoyed the Venom giveaway. We've had more ideas for future giveaways and things like that. So we just want to do these just to show our support. Obviously, we can't give all this away to everybody yet. This type of stuff maybe we could pursue in the future with patrons. A lot of shows like to give away stickers and things like that. These are all goals we have, and the Patreon's making this happen. Also, of course, that coveted video content, it's coming. I continue to work on tech stuff and gear, and we're saving money for that. And of course, working on our boards and things for that. Ideally, when Chris moves, we're going to have a double setup. He's going to stream some local stuff. Ideally, yeah. I'm going to stream some local stuff here in Tulsa, and Chris is going to stream some local stuff out there. So it's going to be double faceted. The Patreon's got to take off to get there, and we Give got some, some time, goals. Yeah. But it will be really cool when it happens. Once again, no one at that Avengers producer level yet. It's open. It's available, and it's it's pretty insane, but it's there. Chris, I think we just got to get into today's lore. Let's do it. Chris, who is Black Panther? Well, Jesse, I'm glad you asked. T'Challa, King of Wakanda, the Black Panther. Black Panther is a ceremonial title given to the chief of the Panther tribe of the advanced African nation of Wakanda. In addition to ruling the country, he is also the chief of its various tribes, collectively referred to as Wakandans. Panther habit is a symbol of office and is used even during diplomatic missions. The Panther is a hereditary title, but one must still earn it. T'Challa earned the title and attributes of the Black Panther by defeating various champions of the Wakandan tribes. So Black Panther's first appearance in comics was the Fantastic Four number 52, cover dated July 1966. The character was created by writer and editor Stan Lee and writer-artist Jack Kirby. Once again, Chris, cue the audio bit. The great. The greats. A quick overview of the Black Panther. He's been involved with Fantastic Four plenty. He is a member of the good guy, super genius Illuminati group. He is... An Avenger, he's linked with Invisible Woman, he's been married to Storm. He is a very big mover in the Marvel Universe, not to mention all his interpersonal relationships, but he's also the controller of most of the world's vibranium, which is extremely powerful and gives him a lot of his powers. That's right, and we're going to see a lot more of vibranium and you know other hero stories, so it's pretty interesting that Wakanda has such a strong tie to the vibranium. In the distant past, a meteorite made of the vibration-absorbing mineral vibranium crashed in Wakanda, and then it was unearthed. Reasoning the outsiders would exploit Wakanda for this valuable resource, the ruler, King T'Chaka, like his father and the other panthers before him, concealed his country from the outside world. T'Chaka's first wife, Niami, died when in labor with Black Panther, T'Challa. And his second wife, Ramonda, was taken prisoner by Anton Pretorius during a visit to her homeland in South Africa. So for most of his childhood, the T'Challa was raised by his father alone. 
T'Chaka was then murdered by adventurer Ulysses Claw in an attempt to seize the Vibranium Mound. With his people still in danger, the young T'Challa used Claw's sound weapon on Claw and his men, shattering Claw's right hand and forcing him to flee Wakanda. And of course, you'll remember Claw from the Black Panther movie. Of course. T'Challa was next in line to be king of Wakanda and the Black Panther, but until he was ready to become leader of the nation, his uncle Sian, T'Chaka's brother, successfully passed the trials to become the Black Panther. While on his Wakandan walkabout rite of passage, T'Challa met and fell in love with an apparent orphan teen, Aurora Monroe, who would grow up to become the X-Men member Storm. The two broke off their relationship due to his desire to avenge his father's death and become the type of man who could suitably lead Wakanda. But they would see each other over the years when they could. Now, this is a constant thing with T'Challa is his trying to come to grips with the fact that he is maybe not a natural born leader. He was born into the title, but he's not naturally the type of personality that is a a great leader of state. And he's constantly torn between the two worlds of his personal life, what he wants, what fulfills him, and his obligation and his duty. So an, an interesting dichotomy in the character there. Yeah, it's a theme we've seen a lot of superhero things, but it's interesting with him because he has this entire kingdom mixed in with his superhero-ness. It's hard to relate to, but it is really interesting and fun. Maybe the more interesting good guy thing about him is that he doesn't necessarily just want the entire kingdom, all this power. He wants to be the superhero on the side helping and all these things. He's kind of torn between the two, and he wants to be good to his people, and he also wants to be the Black Panther. And these are tough things. So um, I like that. In his first published appearance, the now adult T'Challa invites the American superhero team, the Fantastic Four, to Wakanda. He then attacks and attempts to neutralize them individually in order to test himself to see if he's ready to battle Claw, who has replaced his shattered right hand with a sonic weapon. For their part, the Fantastic Four managed to rally and stymie T'Challa in a team's counterattack, enabling the impressed king to stand down and explain himself to the team's satisfaction. After T'Challa makes proper amends to the Fantastic Four, they befriend and help T'Challa, in turn, aids them against the supervillain, the Psycho Man. I know nothing about this man. I've never heard of the Psycho Man, but I want to. (laughs) T'Challa later joins the Avengers, begins a long association with the superhero team. He first battles the Man-Ape while with the group, and then meets the American singer Monica Lynn, with whom he becomes romantically involved. He helps the Avengers defeat the second Sons of the Serpent and then reveals his true identity on American television. He encounters Daredevil and reveals to him that he has deduced Daredevil's true identity. Daredevil again, Chris, keeps coming up. Keeps Daredevil's coming been up. around for a long time. We have to see him in this game. Oh, there's no... There's I hope no we way. get a full Defenders team. Yeah, that would be so neat. After receiving numerous urgent official letters requesting him to return to his increasingly troubled homeland... The Panther eventually leaves his active Avengers membership to return to Wakanda on the brink of a civil war, bringing Lin with him. After defeating the would-be usurper, Eric Killmonger, and his minions, the Panther ventures to the American South to battle the Ku Klu Klux Klan. So that one sentence, Chris, covered a lot of cool things That's about this That's a lot character. of stuff, man. Killmonger, of course, is our next episode. So it's pretty interesting that... You know, he's a footnote here, and he's a major villain. He was, you know, taking the throne from Panther, but 
it's so interesting to see them expand on these things in modern comics and then of course the MCU and then of course where he goes to battle the KKK it's just really interesting way to use the character especially considering how long ago these things were written Chris which yeah. is really really punk rock of Stanley he later gains possession of mystical time shifting artifacts known as King Solomon's frogs this is getting craziness it gets wild they produce second. an alternate version of T'Challa from a future 10 years hence a merry telepathic panther with a terminal brain aneurysm whom T'Challa places in a cryogenic stasis. Wacky. Weird. Years later, T'Challa would accept Washington, D.C. envoy Everett K. Ross and faces multiple threats to Wakanda's sovereignty. Ross assists him in many of these threats, and in gratitude, the panther often risks much for Ross in return. The first threat he and Ross encounter is XCON, an alliance of rogue intelligent agents intelligence agents backing a coup led by the Reverend Akabe. I think I said that right. After Killmonger resurfaces with a plot to destroy Wakanda's economy, T'Challa is forced to nationalize foreign companies. Killmonger then defeats him in ritual combat, thus inheriting the role of Black Panther, but falls into a coma upon eating the heart-shaped herb poisonous to anyone outside the royal bloodline, which had hereditary immunity to its toxic effects. T'Challa preserves his rival's life rather than allowing him to die. Man. Weird. I love that last bit because we do see a lot of that in the MCU, and we also see some of this, Chris, in this game. We have our new objective, which is the Wakandan herbs. So that's a big... Also, you can't forget Eric Killmonger coming back again. He's a villain. He's coming back once again, like all our great villains do in Marvel Comics. Later... T'Challa finds he has a brain aneurysm exactly like his alternate future self. It succumbs to instability and hallucinations. After his mental state almost causes tribal warfare, the Panther hands his power down to his council and hides away in New York City. There, he mentors police officer Casper Cole, who then adopted an abandoned Panther costume. And this experience gives T'Challa the strength to face his illness, reclaim his position, and return to active membership within the Avengers whom he helped secure the United Nations status. T'Challa recounts the story of his ascension as the Black Panther in the fourth volume of his eponymous comic book series. He defeated his uncle during the Black Panther celebration, and during his walkabout, this is the walkabout he, he met and fell in love with Storm, unbeknownst to him, the U.S. government is planning a coup in order to get access to the Vibranium. They allow Claw to recruit a team of villains in order to support his totalitarian neighbor, Naganda. Claw recruits Rhino, Black Knight, Batrock the Leper, and Radioactive Man to lead the invasion. The U.S. government then deploys an army of Deathlocks to support, quote-unquote, T'Challa and justify an invasion. But T'Challa kills Claw, and Storm wipes out the Deathlock army in a hurricane. This is wild stuff, man. This story is, is very 60s, very 70s. Yeah, we're very getting wild. this crossover, too. We got Spider-Man villains making appearances. We got the government stuff. It's crazy. T'Challa then helps his old flame storm reunite with her surviving family members in Africa and in the U.S. He shortly then afterwards proposes to her, and the two are married in a large Wakandan ceremony attended by many other superheroes. Now, this is more recent. This is cool, Chris. So we're, we're, we're catching up to modern day here pretty quickly. One of the couple's first tasks is to embark on a diplomatic tour in which they visit the Inhumans. Dr. Doom, the President of the United States, and Namor, 
with only the one last ending. Well, I don't know. After the death of Bill Foster, we've mentioned this on the show before, the Black Panther and Storm side with Captain America's anti-registration forces during the Civil War. During the end battle between both sides, the Wakandan embassy in Manhattan is heavily damaged, though no Wakandans are hurt. After the confrontation, the Panther and Storm briefly fill in for the vacationing Fantastic Four members, Reed and Sue Richards, before they return to Wakanda. Literally a part of the Fantastic Four team. Much like Spider-Man has been on the Fantastic Four team before. That's He's right. intertwined with the Avengers and the Fantastic Four in ways that many characters are not. It's pretty wild. And also the X-Men, right? Well, of course, with his marriage and all. <laughs> but he's also got a little something going on with, with Sue, too. Uh-oh. They've never done anything, but, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, they've, they've had a little crushy crush on each other for a while. Upon returning to Wakanda alone, T'Challa leaves Storm in New York to aid the X-Men. He faces Eric Killmonger again with assistance from Monica Rambeau Pulsar. Afterward, Wakanda fends off alien shapeshifters, the Skrulls, who had infiltrated as part of their secret invasion to conquer the Earth. Prince Namor attempts to recruit T'Challa for the Cabal faction, a secret council of supervillains. Attacked by the forces of the fellow Cabal member, Dr. Doom, T'Challa is left comatose. His sister Shuri is trained as the next Panther, with the mantle passing on to her officially after T'Challa awakens from his coma and attempts to recover from his injuries. Man, he gets in comas a lot. T'Challa has a rough life sometimes. Man, Dr. Doom, we got Shuri. This is excellent stuff, Chris. These are things that we are going to totally return to on this show. Oh, yeah. Very sure. soon, and also hopefully in the future when we yep. get that beautiful Dr. Doom. In this oh. game. I can't wait. I can't wait. In the aftermath, T'Challa loses all of his enhanced attributes given to him by being the Black Panther totem. As a result, he works with his sorcerer, Zawavri, to accumulate a replacement. He has since made a pact with another unknown panther deity, returning his attributes to an even higher level, as well as placing incantations on his body, making himself highly resistant to most magic and mystic assaults. This has been done in preparation for the imminent battle with Dr. Doom, which culminated in T'Challa rendering all of the processed vibranium inert to give his people a chance to rebuild without their dependence on the element. After the events of Shadowland, Matt Murdock, also known as Daredevil, asks T'Challa to replace him as Guardian of Hell's Kitchen, which gives T'Challa a chance to discover himself. With the help of Foggy Nelson, T'Challa assumes the identity of Mr. Okonkwo, an immigrant from the Congo and manager of a diner called Devil's Kitchen, so that he might blend in and learn about the denizens as an ordinary man. Shortly after Daredevil returns to Hell's Kitchen, T'Challa returns to Wakanda and serving as a second to his sister Shuri in preparation for an upcoming attack on Wakanda as part of the Avengers vs. X-Men storyline, the Panther God returns T'Challa's abilities. Empowered by the Phoenix, Namor destroys Wakanda with a massive tidal wave, and returning to help, Storm is stunned when the Panther informs her that their marriage has been annulled. Dun, dun, dun. High drama. And we'll leave it there. That's crazy, too. All the stuff that happens with Wakanda, Shuri being in charge, and then, of course, Wakanda being destroyed by this tidal wave. This is, I was not expecting this. You really, really need to read X-Men versus Avengers. I know. I know. It's real. The art's awesome. So, Chris, of course, we didn't go over it at the beginning of this because his history was so robust, but let's just talk real briefly on what the Black Panther's powers are. So, he has the suit. He has the vibranium suit, right? Let's just start there. Right. That's part of his powers in a way. It's very high tech. 
I think it's our first instance of uh, a character on our show, their suit being a major part of their power after Iron Man, of course. But this is different than Iron Man. This is not a weapons company. This is a vibranium suit. This is more defensive than offensive, though I say that. It does react in certain ways, like the call it the energy pulses, mm-hmm. things like that that come off of him, push people away, things like that. But let's mention too, he's highly trained in this culture. Well, and his run-in with the unknown panther deity, which, by the way, is super cool. Super cool. He does become a metahuman. There. Yeah. Becomes enhanced in a lot of ways. Enhanced strength, agility. His mystic defense is insane after that. Right. But that's more of a it's more of a game thing, mystic defense. I love it. Yeah, he uh of course we know he's got quite a bit of strength and, and jumping skills and things like that. So we have characters like Spider Man, you know, the real agile characters. And then we have characters more like the Wolverine, who are the brawlers, right? Who are not very agile. Maybe Black Panther's somewhere in the middle, Chris. This was interesting about him. He's uh this great warrior, but he also has this amazing suit that makes him Almost unkillable at times. It's pretty interesting. The Wakandan technology is a big part of his character as well. And that was returned to many times in this story. But let's talk about where he was in the modern Marvel MCU. Because he is becoming a major player in Marvel MCU. And I think it's worth mentioning. So, So, of course, his first appearance is Avengers Age of Ultron. Wakanda is starting to be featured here, Chris. It's mentioned setting the stage right same with ant-man right after that indirectly mentioned but let's move on to where he really is unveiled to the entire world even before the black panther movie we have the first instance of the black panther in captain america civil war the king is killed he dies in his son's arms and then of course we have the epic chase between captain america bucky and t'challa this is where his suits unveiled they try to fight him this is where he's brought up. And of course, in this story, Chris, T'Challa chooses the side of Tony Stark, the registration of Rogano Comics right. against Cap. He deems Cap in this storyline responsible for, you know, the deaths of the Wakandans. The twists they take on that sort of mutant storyline with the Civil War. Yes. It all gets pinned on Cap and he's put in this, you know, difficult situation. So of course, Civil War He's on Tony's side. By the end of the film, he starts coming around on Captain America, but not fully, but almost there. You know, and this is like a lot of things happen in Civil War. We've talked about this time and time again. Bucky's the centerpiece of a lot of this, which is interesting because the route they're taking the MCU with Bucky is he spends some time in Wakanda as well. Right. He stays. So after Civil War, we have Spider-Man Homecoming footage of the Black Panther. But let's get into his main appearance. Yes. The movie, Black Panther, the movie that swept the world, critically received by audiences and critics. I loved it. Change of pace for the typical superhero movie. What's really interesting about the Black Panther movie, Chris, is really Civil War is our introduction to the character, our maybe not our origin story to the character, but really the audience's origin story to Black Panther. Black Panther expands on that, but it mainly expands on Wakanda. Black Panther is kind of the story of Wakanda as a whole. And that's pretty interesting because Wakanda plays a big role in these movies. And I think will play a big role going forward. And of course, in the Black Panther movie, we not only get Black Panther, we get Eric Killmonger, we get Shuri, we get Okoye, all these characters. And it's a big part of his arc and his story. 
And, you know, very important. And, of course, we're going to return to this next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next movie, Chris, is Avengers Infinity War. Once again, we have Black Panther playing a pretty big role. We have Wakanda holding the line. Everybody is there. The end of the movie, big fight scene, all Wakanda. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and they're actually the people who track down Captain America, which is so cool to see him come full circle. He understands that him and Captain America are probably more alike than most of the superheroes we see in the MCU. Um, They have a really nice understanding. They both got some of those moral compass conflicts, which is really interesting for their characters. But yeah, this is when we get, of course, the awesome Captain America Wakandan get up that I Mm -hmm. love so much. Mm -hmm. The the giant stabbing shield that he can throw. And of course, in this movie, we have Black Panther and Cap running together, leading the charge. So great. Defending Wakanda. It's very inspiring. Yeah. And of course, by the end of this, he is snapped by the end of this film and right in front of Okoye. So it's pretty it's pretty grim. So, of course, after that, we have Avengers Endgame and he's back at the end. All the portals. <laughs> he comes back. Thank goodness. He's not gone. He's not in a coma. And he fights at the end. And he plays a major part once again in the the final battle where we have that little moment with the gauntlet between him and yeah. Spider-Man and stuff, passing it off. Very evocative of this game. These long movers. Mm-hmm. Moving objectives around, things like that. Very, very interesting uh, thought there. And he brings all Wakanda with him through the portals, which is awesome. They all fight with him. And of course, Chris, our last movie we have thus far, Spider-Man Far From Home. He's mentioned, a lot of these movies we have footage of other superheroes or mentions, and he is no different in this one. So, that's all we have in the MCU so far, but I think between him and Captain Marvel and some of these other leaders, they're going to become bigger leaders in the Marvel MCU since the loss of Iron Man and Captain America. I think we're going to get more of Black Panther more of Captain Marvel, more of these leaders to step up and fill this, the shoes that were left open, you know? So any comic book recommendations, Chris, while we're here before we move on to strategy? The first I'd like to re- recommend is the Black Panther reboot. They kind of do a, a crazy thing where Black Panther is in space. There's a space Wakandan empire. It's, wow. it's wild. It's by Neil Tahasi Coates, very famous writer. That is my first recommendation. Now, my second recommendation is a series I plan on starting later this evening. It is Black Panther, The Man Without Fear. It's going to be Black Panther issues number 513 through 523. Okay. And this is, of course, is going to be his time in Hell's Kitchen as the protector of Hell's Kitchen while Daredevil is away. That is so cool. I like to see him in that setting, that Defender setting. Exactly. I will be reading this as well. So, Chris, we got a pretty hefty strategy section, so let's just jump right in. Or should I say, pounce in. hey His name is Black Panther. His alter ego is the T'Challa. He is a six stamina, long move, height two, threat four character. You know I love long movers. I know you do, Chris, and I, so do I in this objective-based game. He has four physical defense, three energy defense, and three mystic defense. I think they missed the boat there. (laughs) They didn't go as deep on the lore maybe with the mystic or- Could just be an earlier version of the character. Or this man could have been too powerful (laughs) because he is pretty incredible. So I'm just going to move right into his first attack here, Chris. It is strike. It is range two, strength five, zero power cost strike. After this attack is resolved, the character gains power equal to the damage dealt. (laughs) Pretty standard. 
But he has a pretty cool little built-in element here that is not a wild trigger. It just happens. Before damage is dealt, push the target character away from this character short. That's very nice. He's going to control objectives just with the oh, strike. Yeah. You know, this isn't some sort of throw or something you have to do. This is just you're striking, you're building power. It's a five strength strike, pretty standard. Some are lower, some are higher. The push built in is nice, Chris. And this is pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's huge. What's interesting about this is if you want to double strike, it gets kind of weird. You can't really necessarily do that unless you plan this right. But let's go ahead and move on to his second attack, Chris, which is an energy attack. His kinetic burst is going to be a range two, strength six, cost three, energy burst. When making this attack, during the pay power cost step of the attack, this character may spend up to three additional power. Add one die to his attack for each power spent this way. If you've got the economy, you can bump this up to a nine attack very quickly. And, And it has a wild, so every dice you're throwing in on that is going to add another chance at rolling a wild That's right. result. The wild is called Explosive Force. After this attack is resolved, other characters within range 2 of this character are pushed away from this character short. Push characters suffer 1 damage. We're seeing a theme. That's nasty. This man controls objectives. He is the panther. He's moving in. He is striking and kinetic bursting people away from the objective. This is huge, Chris. If he gets to go later in the turn... He can deny points being scored. Right. He certainly can. You know, and it costs three. We talked about this. You're going to have three often. Where it gets tricky is what Chris mentioned earlier. You can spend additional power on top of that to add additional dice. That that can be a late game. Just More monster. dice is better, Chris. More dice is More always dice better. Is better. Especially if you're worried about your dice hitting. This is good stuff. And then, of course, as you said, the wild is more likely. So you cannot forget that. But let's move on to some exciting stuff, Chris, because that's all he has in the way of attacks. That's it. He has a lot of superpowers, and let's get into his first superpower, which is a leadership ability, the leadership ability of the affiliation Wakanda, because he is the leader of Wakanda, not Eric Killmonger. So (laughs) if you want to run a Wakandan list, just like you would want to run Cabal or Avengers, need Red Skull and Captain America, you will need Black Panther to run the Wakanda affiliation. Let's see what the kind of affiliation is. After an allied character rolls attack, defense, or dodge dice, it may spend one power. If it does, that character may re-roll one of the dice in that roll. So, they're the re-roll affiliation. It's pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful. It's less powerful on paper than the Cabal and the Avengers because they are so economically priced. Right. But for the strategic player... For the player that knows these characters like the back of their hand, this is going to be powerful, Chris, because dice mitigation and dice currency and dice rerolls are everything in games like this. And this is improving your chances of this. The only downside I see to Wakanda comparatively to, say, Avengers or even Cabal, where the ceiling is so high in Cabal, those save you money. This costs you money. So now we're looking at interesting things happening in the game. You can really... Start weighing which factions you really think. And you know, this is what's so great about this game, Chris. We bring 10 models every time. You don't have to play Wakanda and Affiliation every time. You just need enough to field a full list of Wakanda. Right. And you're going to see what your opponent has, and you're going to see the type of objectives you're dealing with. It might be time for those rerolls. It might be Wakanda. Right. I love it because it makes them tankier. It makes them hit better. 
it also you know makes them better when they're thrown at and things like that that making this dodge but you know it does cost more money so it's very interesting the next superpower we're going to look at is called mantle of the black panther it's going to cost two and it is an active power when making attacks this turn this character may re-roll any number of its attack dice i'm noticing a theme (laughs) consistency with this man that's a lot a lot of potential re-rolls for black panther he's got some control chris which is really nice it says when making this attack this turn, this character may roll up to a number of dice. So active, of course, means it has to be on your turn, has to be within your actions of this character. You could spend two and make this a better potentially dice roll. And that, that lasts for his whole turn, correct? It does. So if you're double attacking, you're going to want to invoke that power before yeah, absolutely. you double attack. If you can pay for it, you're going to do it. And of course... There's no reason King of Wakanda can't stack on top of this, the rerolls from the Wakandan affiliation. Right. But now we're getting really pricey. We're getting up there, but that's okay. It's just really interesting. I liken this more to a surgical cut. It is. This is you're going in and you're trying to take out exactly maybe the linchpin for their team and fight from above and punch down the rest of the way. Maybe not relying so much on your team affiliation. But once you remove that strategic character, that's right. You can just move about more freely. Absolutely, Chris. I think your surgical analogy is perfect because though Avengers and Cabal are going to be better most of the time, this is where Wakanda was really going to shine. When you have these strategic mm-hmm. moments, oh, Black Widow's down to two health till she's flipped, and this other character is pretty full health, but I can push them away. I need to guarantee I flip her and push this other character away because I'm winning the objective this turn. Right. Remember, characters that are injured dazed. Do not contribute to objectives. So this is when you want to use a surgical steel moment you're talking about. So I think it's super fun. I kind of love them. Definitely my play style. It's all about moments. It's all about picking and choosing your moments. And great decision making, right? Right. These games all have dice. They all have things like that. But really, it's did you make the better decisions overall in the game than your opponent? And that's what makes a great game. I want to talk about his next superpower, which is also an active superpower. And it is so cool. It is Pounce. Perfectly named for the Black Panther. This character is thrown short. He throws himself. It does not suffer damage if it collides with another character or terrain. This superpower can only be used once per activation. It costs two power. He can throw himself into somebody. Deal damage. Also, he can move. He can long move. Then throw himself and get further into the action. This is where it gets crazy, Chris, because... It doesn't take an action to do this. It's just the cost. You can only do it once per turn, of course, because it would just be broken. But you could long move, pounce, and then attack. You could pounce, double attack. Long move, (laughs) pounce, long move. Certainly, right? With that objective, right? Just pretty cool. Colliding is super cool. And I love that you're just throwing yourself. You know, It's just different. It's a different little tweak to the game that we love. And let's go ahead and round out his last superpower while we're here, Chris. It's an innate superpower called Vibranium Armor. When defending against physical or energy attacks, this character adds blanks in its defense roll to its total successes. You love seeing this. A few characters have things like this. Yeah, Captain America. Just, I could do this all day. so hard. It hurts. They're so hard to take out. He's tanky. He already has four defense on physical, Chris, and he has three, respectively, on energy and mystic. He's weakest mystic. This is a problem because he's pouncing in. He's pushing your people off objectives. He's striking and pushing people away. He's kinetic blasting. We talked about the explosive force, pushing people short away. 
And then on top of all that, he's tanky. He's a fast, tanky character. He's the first instance we've seen of this in the game. The other tanky characters in the game are not long movers. Right. This is different. And he has some control on his dice results. So I love him. And let's go ahead and look at his injured side. He's exactly the same. So he still sits on the six stamina. He still sits on all the same abilities. Nothing changes. So he has that 12 stamina too, which is pretty nice because a lot of these characters drop down to five or some of them even four. Not the case for him. He's just 12 total. You just got to love him. He's so thematic to the character. I'm not a huge Black Panther fan. Like I, I would say I'm a fan of him, but he's not one of my sure. top superheroes. And in this game, Chris, he just he fits my playstyle because I like to control objectives. I like to respond to my opponent more than do other playstyles. So he is a responsive character. Do you want to do that? What Chris mentioned, that long move pounce, long move. You could do that. That's a response. Do you want to do what I mentioned earlier? Do you want to go last with him as a final striker or a final objective holder push people off potential double long move he can get to where he's needed you can one long move and then try to push people and try to set yourself up for a big second next turn right there's so many things you can do with him going last or first or what have you well and as you mentioned too chris late game he gets consistent with his damage because he can spend the money for the mantle of the black panther he can spend the money for the king of wakanda affiliation ability I got to mention while we're here, and it, it gets crazier, he's one of those double dippers we've talked about. Not many in the game so far. Thor is coming soon. Thor will be a double dipper as well. What do I mean by that? He's an Avenger as well. Do you want to run Avengers Wakanda on your 10 model list? It might make a lot of sense. It might be easy. It might be pretty simple. But on top of that, Chris, that means he's going to help you get that Avengers affiliation easier because he's going to push you over the edge. That also means things like Pounce and Mental the Black Panther cost one. Gross. 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 Just pouncing around for one. Oh, it's so good. I love this guy. I love him with Captain America. Them together is just so disgusting. They are so tanky together. And then if you add some tactic cards on top of that, Chris, it gets crazy. So we're not going to see him leave the game for some time. And I love that we keep saying this with almost every character. It's just pick really, your flavor. Really good design. On all these characters. Certainly. And, you know, him being a double dipper makes him even longer sustaining and such a lovable character and such a great model. He is the leader of Wakanda. Anyone running Wakanda will always have him. He also is an Avenger. He's going to appear in Avengers list. Also, Chris, he would be great in Cabal. He has consistent damage because he's getting these dice rerolls and stuff. So you want damage in Cabal to gain more power. Then you get more power to to pay for your rerolls, right? It's kind of evens out in a really interesting way. I love it. I cannot wait to get more games with him on the table. Fury's Finest is supported by our wonderful patrons. You can become a Fury's Finest patron by going to patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. Once again, guys, if you can jump on the Patreon before March 1st, you will be in our next giveaway, which is the Schooner Labs point trackers and character trackers. So make sure to check that out. Catch our streams of Marvel Christ Protocol at twitch.tv slash Fury's Finest. We know the streams have been down for a minute. I see you guys still joining, which is great. We also want to expand this content to YouTube and things like that in the future. We're also very excited to unveil our new hobby boards that we're working on. So just follow us there. Get a notification when we go live. Hopefully it'll be sooner or later when things calm down in the coming weeks for us. I'm really excited about it, Chris. Follow the show on Twitter at Fury's Finest Cast, Instagram at Fury's Finest, and Facebook.com 
slash Furies Finest. Email us at furiesfinest at gmail.com and continue to leave us those wonderful reviews on Apple Podcasts. We will read these on future mailbag episodes, and these truly help us out, guys. So continue to leave us reviews. Even if you don't have an Apple profile, maybe your family, spouse, friend, partner does. That'd be great if you could just leave a review on that. I know several of you reached out to us and said, I only have Android. I have no way to do that. So maybe if you can find a way to do that through an Apple profile, that would be fantastic. You know, help us scale the Apple algorithm. Thank you to Approaching Nirvana for our intro and outro music. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Help spread the word about our show. That is right, Chris. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jesse Aiken. That is J-S-S-E-E-A-K-I-N. Also check out my Star Wars show, The Canon Cantina, if you like Star Wars content. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Bruffett, C-H-R-I-S-B-R-U-F-F-E-T-T. Thank you to our patrons, lastly, who are blowing up the Discord, Chris. Oh, yeah, it's great. Posting pictures, uh, having great discussions. We're really going to expand the Discord more in the future. Chris has some goals for that, and so do I. It's a really thriving community. And I know the Patreon's not that big yet, Chris, but it's so awesome that every time someone joins, that Discord community grows as well. It's cool, man. We really appreciate you guys giving us that monthly contribution, deeming the show worthy of your time, not only listening, but also your, your fiscal money to support us. We cannot thank you enough. So thank you for listening, true believers. Excelsior. has gotten even stranger than you already know. At this point, I doubt anything would surprise me. Ten bucks says you're wrong. Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. A mantle passed from warrior to warrior. And now because your friend murdered my father, I also wear the mantle of king. So I ask you, as both warrior and king, how long do you think you can keep your friend safe from me?